0: God, thank you. Uh, We pray for these little ones that will receive these gifts. And we ask that those ministries down there in Mexico, where we have partnered with for many years, I ask that they would flourish, not just in size and numbers, but that people's hearts would be touched with the gospel of Jesus, the one we celebrate. God, I pray that you would guard our hearts from pride, thinking that we are doing anything, anything at all by giving these gifts, but that may we be thrilled in our hearts that you would use us in a small way uh, to do your work in this world. God, thank you for this opportunity. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Turn in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 1. Matthew chapter 1. This morning, we're going to be talking about naming a baby. Naming a baby. Have you ever thought about doing that? Some of you have, right? And everyone asks, well, why, why do you name your son or daughter this particular name? Um, my daughter uh, has, has a little child that she knows, and uh, his name is Angel. And um, I've heard others who have named their children Angel. And some of those angels aren't really angels. There's a theological question I always ask, evil or elect? No, never mind. But um, we we could deal with that another day. Um, But um, angels. I I met another young man. Uh, He was actually uh, from Mexico, and uh, his mom named him Perfecto. Perfecto. Uh, because uh, when she had the, her little son, she looked at him and she said, "He's perfect. He's perfect." So she named him Perfecto. Um, names have have connections. You know, if you're a school teacher, and um, and you're reading down the the rolls that first day, and you see that someone's name is Napoleon you're probably going to think something about their parents and what they thought about naming him, correct? And their dreams and their hopes for them. And this morning, we're going to um, try to tackle the naming of Jesus from Matthew chapter 1. We'll start at verse 18. If you'd stand in honor of God's Word, I'd like to read um, the last half of the chapter. Son of David, do not fear to take Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel which means God with us when joseph woke from the sleep from sleep he did as the angel had lord commanded he took his wife but knew her not until she had given birth to her, to a son and he called his name jesus god we ask that your holy spirit would work in us now would teach us much would remind us of the savior And it's in his name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Most of us know this whole scenario, right? The man in confusion. Joseph, you can imagine him. The betrothal uh, period was really uh, more of the wedding had already been sealed. And yet they had not come together as husband and wife. And Joseph... She's his wife, and she is pregnant. You can imagine the man in confusion, right? You can imagine what he would have thought, how he would have responded. And I don't know. I don't know what I would have done in a similar scenario. Undoubtedly, that's a good wife, isn't it? Thanks, Brad. Okay, thank you, Ben. You have a sandwich too? I'd like a sandwich <laughs> Sometimes I should just not think say the things that I think of <laughs> Joseph was a man in confusion he 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 didn 't know how to sort this one out. He went into trouble. Uh, solving mode, as many of us do. And he, he got a plan in his mind. He says, I can't believe Mary must have done this and, and and been this way. She's obviously a dirty woman, and I I need to divorce her. And how do I do this? I'll do it quietly. I'll do it quietly. And in his confusion, in his confusion, an angel comes to him. An angel comes to him. That's a pretty good messenger, right? Remember that an angel is a messenger of God, uh, an angelic being used by God's own design. And he comes to Joseph. We look down at the passage that I just read in verse 20, but he considered these things. Behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, say, Joseph, son of David, Joseph, son of David. The angel identifies him as Joseph, Joseph of the kingly line of David, uh, of of the family that the Messiah will come. Joseph and and Joseph goes, this guy knows my name. This angel knows my name in this dream. Do not fear to take Mary as your wife. He goes on to explain why he is not to fear why this is not as scandalous as it seems he says do not fear to take Mary as your wife why why is it because this what has happened is not scandalous but miraculous it's an amazing gift of God this is of the Holy Spirit that this has happened well that changes everything doesn't it She's not a dirty woman. She's a blessed woman. And, and as, he, as he goes through this message in his dream, he, he's bothered. He wants to divorce her quietly. And then the angel comes, identifying him as the kingly line of David. And he says, he comforts him and says, it is not bad what has happened. It is good. It is miraculous. Mary as your wife. Take her as your wife. For that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. Verse 21 She will bear a son. She will bear a son. You can imagine, some of you men can relate to this the excitement. Girls are nice and everything, they're special and like different. You know, there are they're a lot of things about girls. A lot of things they have to talk about and stuff like that, but for Joseph to have a son, to have a son, it's like an angelic ultrasound, right? An angelic ultrasound, you know. I, I can imagine in in biblical times, there wasn't this sense of, there. you know how ladies when they're pregnant, they always say, oh, it must be a boy because of this. It must be a girl because of this. An angelic messenger saying, I'll tell you what it is. It's a boy. You'll have a son. You will have a son. And as a uh, Joseph went through this process in his mind you can imagine how the the wheels are turning as he receives this angelic message in this dream he he goes from putting her away to i'm having a son a miraculous son and as the angel continues to share share with Joseph she will bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus. You shall call his name Jesus. I think that most of you have considered why Jesus. And, and and in reality, in reality, if you've gone through that process of naming your own children, you know that you it's kind of a back and forth. It's kind of uh uh, we, hey, we, we talked about this and, yeah, you know, what about this name? That one doesn't seem right. You know, are we going to use your family names, my family names? Are we going to combine? How are we going to come up with the name for a child? But this was, this was the name, right? The angelic messenger who had solved the confusion for Joseph, the one who had shared with him that it was going to be a son Now says, this is what his name will be. This is what his name will be. In biblical times, it was very common to do the same name as the father. Same name as the father. This would have been Joe Jr. Joe Jr. And yet, he didn't say, name him Joseph. Name him Joseph. He said, name him Jesus. And you can imagine in Joseph's mind going, well, I don't have anybody in my family named Jesus. That doesn't come from my father or my father's father or my wife's father. This just isn't the name that, that would have been easy. They didn't look through the, the name books, the name books. And they didn't think, well, this kind of goes with the last name. It kind of has a ring to it. It's kind of a tough guy name or it's someone who sounds really smart. It's not someone in history that they would have connected and said, That's someone who's a great leader, and I want my child to be a great leader. But the angel took a different name. He said, call him Jesus. Call him Jesus. This would have been a a big thing for him as well, and it's hard for us to imagine, but if Jesus would have been illegitimate to Joseph, he wouldn't have even named him. And so, The the call of the angel was not just to name him a special name, but to accept him as your own. And make that connection, right? What did the angel identify Joseph as? The kingly line of David, right? And so he says, this child is your own. This child is your own, the born of the Holy Spirit. And so he says, name the child Jesus. Name your son Jesus this name, this special name, was for Jesus to be connected to another Old Testament name, Joshua. Joshua. And and really it was the New Testament version of that. And the idea of Joshua, the name is Jehovah Saves. Jehovah Saves. And you get this incredible picture where Jesus in his name, in his earthly name, the name that was... He was going to be used, and they were going to call him on the streets. His buddies would refer to him as Jesus. Why? Because not what his parents wanted him to be, but what he was born to be. He was born to be Jesus, Jehovah saves. And you think about that, and to Joseph, the message, the Holy Spirit continues to describe she will bear a son. You shall call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. From their sins. It's important, right? That he will be the Savior. He will be the Savior. As I told you earlier, many times we name our children something that we hope for them. Whether it be a name of power, a name of a celebrity a, a sports figure it's always hard to name you, you know sometimes you like a name and then you meet a kid that you don't really like that much and you go oh that name's ruined <laughs> won't well, well, name my kid that it might turn out like them but the name jesus was not joseph's choosing it wasn't mary's choosing it wasn't an idea they had it was an angelic message of this is why he is born Jesus was born to save his people from their sins. It's interesting that it goes so descript to save from their sins because there's a lot of different salvations, right? Uh, economic disaster, health issues. You, you think of a family uh, trouble and afflictions of this world. And undoubtedly, the Jews, God's people... They knew about being persecuted, didn't they? They knew about that. And yet, in the description, in the angelic description of Jesus' name, why he was going to be, it wasn't that he was going to save him from anybody else. No other nation, no other affliction, no other economic disaster, but that Jesus was going to come and save his people from their sins. their sins. Call him Jesus. Call him Jesus. I think about that today as I consider Jesus for myself. And sometimes I I like to think of Jesus as a friend who walks with me through difficult times, and he is. I like to think of Jesus as someone who helps me and, and gives me stuff when I'm a little deficient. But do not do not forget that Jesus came, not just to give you a great life, but to save you from your sins, from your sins, every one of them. You say, oh, my sins aren't that big. Are you serious? Do you really believe that? Your sins are a pile, a mountain, a mountain of sin after sin and that's the reason that Jesus was born a baby, so that he would come and and that he would grow. He'd grow as to be the sinless man, to be the sinless sacrifice, the Lamb of God. Jesus came that he might save his people from their sins. He's the Savior. In verse 22, it says, and all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken through the prophet behold the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel which means God with us it seems sort of interesting isn't it that the angel says call him Jesus and then as part of the message and they will call him Emmanuel that a nickname you know is that you know Parents named him this, and uh, everyone else called him this, though. No. You, you think of an identification of, of how that they were going to describe who this Jesus was, that they were going to further. Obviously, this is a, a um, prophecy from the Old Testament, from Isaiah chapter 7. But this was a, a prophetic description of what jesus was that he was not just jesus a man or even jesus a savior but that he was jesus god with us this is this is so hard for us to understand because we like to think of jesus as just one little thing he's just this part of my life but if you get this he is the Savior, and he is God. And not just God, but God with us, with us. What a powerful combination of description of who Jesus is, an identification of who is this little baby in the manger. For Joseph, <laughs> you could imagine, after he woke up, him going, wow, I thought I was in a big mess before. Wow. This baby that my wife is going to give birth to is God with us, the Savior of the world. How's this? You can imagine he was in confusion before. I'm sure he was in confusion after as well. The details probably overwhelmed him the beautiful picture that Jesus is both Savior and God, and God with us. In verse 24, it says this, When Joseph woke from the sleep, he did as the angels of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but he knew her not until she had given birth to a son. You know what he called him? Jesus. Jesus. This uh, Christmas season, as you celebrate don't ever forget why Jesus has come. This was prior to his birth. This just didn't happen through uh, um, political maneuvering and through those court cases and all that. It didn't happen by chance, but that he was born to be Savior and God with us. God with us. Let me pray and ask that God would encourage us through Christ this this christmas season god thank you for the opportunity to know jesus and god we did not deserve ever we have never deserved a gift like jesus there's no one like him he is the the one and the only one who could pay for our sins and he is the one true God that is God with us. God, we praise you for what you have done. We, we thank you for your gift of your son. God, help us to reflect on this this Christmas. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.